eat my shorts. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movies with Cash and Hightower. Yo party people, this is Cash. And this is Hightower. Cash, how you doing? Doing terrific. How are you doing? Uh, great. It's good to see you. As always. It's always a pleasure to see welcome you. Welcome back to oh. Studio Hightower. Always great to be in Studio Hightower. It is. It's it's uh, it's summer, man. It is. I love me some summer. You're very considerate to have this fan pointed over this way, too, so it's not getting too toasty over here. Yeah. I'm we, appreciative. Yeah, we don't, I, we don't believe in air conditioning at Studio Hightower. Yeah, that's fine. So it's just, you know Sweat what? Sweat it out. That's right. There there actually was one summer where we went. This was before kids, obviously, but we went the entire summer without turning our AC on. Madness. Good for you. In our old house. Molly Absolute Holly madness. Was, Molly Holly's uh, air conditioning gave out, so she just got a new one replaced, actually. Ooh, okay. So she was texting me pictures of her internal house temp, like up to 84 at one point, I think. Oh, my god! Because it was real hot last week, so. Yeah, well, you're like, uh, you're like mental t- sanity, mental toughness comes into question those hot days yeah man. i'm just i'm like that's just brutal girl crazy but all right what are we here for today we are discussing a little film a little indie film maybe a lot of people may not have heard of this mm-hmm. one from 1985 john hughes is the director the breakfast club does barry manilow know that you raid his wardrobe favorite at canes loved it sundance big, you know, it's a bit, yeah it's a big deal big indie flick yeah <laughs> Most people probably haven't heard of it. They might have heard the song, maybe. I don't know, the main you know, it's theme. somewhat iconic. It, it gets there, but yeah, man. Breakfast Club, 1985. Yeah. How about that? Covering a classic today. It sure is. For episode number 87. Yeah. We're getting we're getting close to 90. We're creeping up on it. And then we'll be at 100 before you know it. That's right. Stones throw away. I'll be darned. What a, what a run. This is, what a this, run. This is exciting, but I'm excited to talk about this one. We like You mentioned it last week. We've been kind of beating around the bush about covering this one and last week it was just like you know what i think it's time yeah we gotta we gotta do it we gotta pull that band-aid off and get after it here mm-hmm. but before we do that let's do some housekeeping let's do some housekeeping housekeeping i'll, I'll defer to you this week okay I, I, mine's very mine's <laughs> very way quick. too long last week very quick i'm gonna say mine and then i'll do a transition which will lead into yours i think Perfect. or at least one of yours sure I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm setting it up instead of just doing it. But anyway, uh, I finished Severance. I brought it up last time. Yes. I started watching Severance on Apple TV. Is it just one season? It's just one season. Or yeah, just one season. Okay. But hopefully they're doing more because it is phenomenal. So good. Nice. Like <clears throat> I don't know if you're an Adam Scott fan, but it's a little it's a little mm-hmm. more of like a serious, almost like thrillery, but there's still some humor mixed in. And it's uh, a lot of them were directed by Ben Stiller. In fact, oh, okay, cool. It is a very like mysterious show, but super interesting. And like just the the lore of the show, like I just I am so into. So nice. Should definitely check that one out. I haven't had a carb since two thousand and four. <laughs> Did you punch the one they called Derek in the face? Right. But yeah, what? Okay, so now let me transition to yes, you. Yes, the transition. You set that. I totally forgot. You know, some days you like get on your phone. I'm pretty hit or miss on Facebook anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was, I think we had a baseball game or something. But I saw it was Big Dave's birthday, mm. and I was like, "Ooh, I need to, <clears throat> I need to come back and wish him happy birthday." And I totally forgot. So Big Dave, I'm sorry, I missed your birthday. 
Happy belated birthday, brother. Happy birthday, man. I sent him a text, but... I Man, I I saw that, and I was... Man, I forgot what I was doing. I think I was at a game. Probably. But I, I, mean, dropped, I dropped the ball. You got a lot going on, though, so, I mean, yeah, it's who, justifiable. Who knows what I was doing. We're fitting these podcasts in in the middle of a very hectic summer That's schedule right. here, so... That's right. We're doing what we can for you people, so back off. You people... Well, that is a nice transition. However, I'm going to do my social media plug real okay. quick first. Sorry. Um, yeah, movies with Cash and Hightower and uh, Cash and Hightower gmail.com. Hit us up. Hit we, it. Say, we say it every time. I got to give Kendra credit. Kendra's been uh, hitting us up. I saw Kendra said something on uh, was it the Facebook page. Or? Yeah, she loved the. Uh, I, I believe it was the air. Oh, was it? I, I, I think it was. I can't she, remember. She was a big fan of one of the movies that we covered. Yeah, it was because I because it was I gave your sister a shout out for the mm. suggestion, suggestion. And, and Big Dave, obviously, like I said. But and I said, hey, Kendra, give me some suggestions. And then she said, let me get back to you. And I said, too late. The offer has been revoked. So <laughs> if you're gonna make suggestions, people, and if you want to do it, you got to do it in a timely manner. You got to come ready to roll. You got to be quicker than that. Oh man, I already know what Dave's gonna say. Oh yeah, Dave's gonna defend LeBron, isn't he? No, I don't think so. Okay, you better not. So, Big Dave, I I, just, I text him happy birthday, and he's like, hey, man, super excited about this, because he was wanting to hear our, our thoughts on it. I said, what's, well, you know, a little bit of a shorter episode, just because it's newer. We didn't go in as much right. detail as we normally do. Just, it's newer. That's the way it worked out. He said he was a huge fan of the show, loved it. Good. Dave's always a positive guy for us with our show. I he, think, he, I think is, he appreciates it. He is a half glass full type of guy. This is this is what I wasn't. I was a little surprised, but not at the same time. He said, "I'm glad you guys covered my favorite movie of the year so far." Air. Air was his favorite movie of the year Dude, so far. I might be with him. Really? What else? What else? What's the competition? It's not even. The, I, I'm not even like saying it's bad. It's just like I'm thinking of all the movies like Scream. I, I thought Scream might be high on your I think list. It's better than Scream. Um, I know. Better God, than Guardians. Guardians. Um, Ant Man. Better than. Way better than Ant Man. I just. I didn't know. Like. I'm trying I, to think what else I even saw. But Big Dave. Like I didn't know Big Dave was a John Wick guy. Like I know oh, he saw I, that. I didn't see that one. And he said everything. Mario. I mean the Mario movie. Well, Mario obviously. Was, Mario was solid. Yeah, I think I. I would, without looking it up too much into it, I would say air has got to be one or one or A. I told, I mean, apparently I'm in the minority here. Maybe it's just because of my prejudice against Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that, that's. I set it aside. I fair. was I was objective and I said, hey. Hey, we complimented Ben Affleck a couple times. Yeah. No, I, is, it was, I got to say. That was I, big for us. I was very happy. Like, I was entertained. I told, I told the missus, I was like, I would absolutely watch this movie again. So I. I set it aside for the show. I was a very big fan. I was, personally, for me, it's probably the you know flavor of the month. But the Mario movie for mm. me is going to be number one for a few different reasons. And I really want to see that again. Not the least of which is, I mean, it's it's a good movie, but yeah. there's a lot of uh, baggage that goes with it in a good way for me with you know, being the first first one for the kiddo and things like that. So anyway, that, Big that Dave, is a good moment, big fan, and so far his favorite movie of 2023. Have you seen Little Mermaid yet? I know. I, I know you were excited to get to get there. <laughs> I haven't. We just we we haven't had time, and I honestly like every time it's on. I thought I thought my oldest would be like, "Oh yeah, I want to go see it," but like if it's Has she on, seen the old one, yeah. So she just wants to watch yeah. the old one. My wife took my daughter and some of the other girls, and uh, they thought it was okay, or I think they liked it. Yeah. You know? But there's uh, I made the mistake of. They announced there was like a couple new songs on the soundtrack. I was like, oh, I, I like that soundtrack. I'm going to go check it out. 
And one of the songs is by Aquafina. Yeah, I heard. Have I've you heard, heard those, this? I've heard those clips. Oh lord. Yeah. I can't believe that song got approved. Like that. I just. That's not a song. It's that is horrible. Like there's I, so much. Like it like gives me like an immediate headache. It upsets me for a lot of different reasons because there's so much controversy with all the stuff with the mermaid, and I'm not even about that. Like oh, that part. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like I don't I care about care that. Too what with it, what yeah. my issue is, and it's getting to the point with like all of the Disney things. They like they just keep coming out with the stuff that they've already done. Yeah, and almost a hundred percent of the time, the original is better. Like right. it's yeah, they're kind of setting themselves up for failure. However. Lion King did make like a billion dollars. Yeah, oh yeah. I so. mean, and I think I, I think the mermaids thought, making money too. Lion like, King sucked too. I thought Aladdin was the best, like, uh, I like live action. That. I thought Aladdin was really good. I just, it's like, it's one of those things they just keep doing the same movies that they've already done. And just yeah. like, it's not even so much that I'm mad about it. I'm just like, I grew up watching Disney movies. I was like, do something new, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, just make another good Disney movie. I missed, I missed that. So anyway. <clears throat> right. Sorry. No, sorry, I'm, I brought that. No, I it's okay. I'm glad. Topic. I'm glad she enjoyed it, though. I, I mean, at the end of the day, as long as the people that go to see it are enjoying sure. it, that's all that matters. Now, this was the one that was the fastball down the middle for you. High fly ball to left and good bye. That I want to talk about. There it is. Um, have you seen or seen the previews for Fubar on Netflix? Yeah, the Schwarzenegger movie or yeah. TV show. Yes. Have you watched it yet? I've not watched it yet. We powered through it in about three days. Oh, how many episodes? Eight episodes. Eight episodes, okay. 45 to 55 okay. minutes usually, right. so it's a little bit of an investment. Um, What's the plot? Arnold is a CIA operative that is trying to retire. Okay. And he's like all excited he's going to retire, and there is a deal going down for some nuclear weapon that um, he killed this guy's father, Uh-oh. but... The guy doesn't know that he killed his father at first, mm. so he's like, hey, he trusts you, like, go in and make the buy. So they send him in, and he's got a family that he's like, a lot, he's going to try and, I, this is the best part, but I don't, I, I have to remember to tell you this, but um, he's trying to get back together with his ex-wife, like, his family's all doing this stuff, like, trying to get together. He thinks he has this perfect daughter. Come to find out the daughter was in the CIA, too. She was deployed there. So then most of the season is, like, those two trying to figure out, like, how to work together because... Is it, like, a drama? It's mainly a comedy. There's some drama elements thrown in. Um, But the most important part, and I... (laughs) It took me, like, ten seconds into the first episode. He comes home... And he's he makes it clear to this guy he's working with. He's an analyst. He's like, I want to win my ex-wife back. As soon as he walks in and I heard her open her voice, I was like, I paused it. My wife's like, what does I go? That's a lot of Fachina. Oh, really? <laughs> She's, she is his ex-wife. I was like, oh, all right. her I've name s- is Alata. I haven't seen her in a long Alata time. Alata Fachina. Yeah, um, probably the last movie I've seen her in. It is... The Italian bird. <laughs> the Italian bird. Um, Cosa brought my nine millimeter automatic. It's not bad. Like it's pretty good. So I there's definitely some stuff that it's like okay, this is kind of I don't know lame. I guess is the best way to say it. But overall, interesting, interesting fun kind of like spy thriller thing. There's a lot of the, the spy elements that go into it. They definitely leave on a cliffhanger. So okay. I think they're planning on doing a season two. But okay, I, I know you being an Arnie guy. I, oh yeah, I feel like you could appreciate. I, it. I do need to start. I we like. Uh, Mrs. Hightower and I started Ted Lasso. We're very late to the party. Mm-hmm. We're like three or four episodes in. We're really liking that. Mm-hmm. So like we've maybe after we finished that, I also started uh, this show called From. It's on Prime. It's I've like seen. a it's 
it's like a horror show. It's like not it's not great, but it's like good enough, you know. It's like these people are like driving. These basically these people are stuck in this town by this like woods, and these like creatures are outside, and you can't leave the town. So like new people come and get stuck. It's like like I said, it's not great, but it's good enough. So I've I've watched like the first two or three episodes. Interesting. So it's definitely holding my attention. I have to mention this. I got in trouble last week before I came over. This, again, has nothing to do with anything. I'm texting because my wife just texted me this. She sent my me a wife. picture last week okay. when I was on my way over. And again tonight, yep. Sweet Home Alabama is on TV. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> She's like, make sure to tell him. Make sure to tell him. Why you want to marry me anyhow? I said, did you have a fried bologna cake to celebrate? <laughs> oh, Lord. No. R.I.P. Fred Ward. Yes. Anyway. Should we talk? Should we talk turkey? Let's talk turkey. The Breakfast Club. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. 1985. What a year. Yeah, great year. The Chicago Bears were good. They were. That what? was the year that Marty decided he needed to go back in time. Oh, when I decided right. he wanted to go back in time to save Doc's life. I believe this was... Uh, Bo Jackson was dominating college football this year. Most likely. Auburn 85. On uh, Bill Walsh football. Auburn 85, you had Bo Jackson. It's a great, great year, great film. Um, what is your history with this film? Oh, let me think about that. The I can't, I'm not sure I can pinpoint the first time I saw the whole film, mm-hmm. but the first time I ever got a flavor of this film, my <clears throat> my cousins, my cousins, uh, specifically my cousin Ryan. I remember he has two brothers also, but we were going over to his grandmother's house, so not my grandma. Not our common grandmother. Okay. But his grandma on his other side. Got it. Also lived in the town that I'm from. Okay. So every now and then, and they, my cousins lived out of town also. So every now and then they would come to town and they would be with like this set of grandparents. And so for whatever reason, I don't know if our moms were doing something, our moms were sisters. So they were maybe off shopping or something. So we were hanging out at my cousin Ryan's grandparents' house okay. for the day. And we had just watched... I can't remember the order. But anyway, so on that day, we watched uh, 3 O'Clock High. Okay. Which, the bad guy from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kindergarten Cop. Yep. And then we also watched, or at least most of, I think I don't think I saw it all, but The Breakfast Club. Okay. And this was an eye-opening experience, because I was pretty young still. I was probably still pretty little. And I was just, like, glued to the TV. like And, like, I just remember... My sister and my cousins were, they were probably young to be watching it also. I don't know, but they had seen it before. And so like they were kind of like telling me to like what to watch for. And like, I mean, I just like that day I was like, man, this movie's awesome. I'm so <laughs> cool. I get to watch this, you know, like, you know, this teenage movie, teenager movie. So again, I don't know if I saw it all that day, but I saw a good chunk of it and loved every second of it. So was it like on tape or was it on TV? That I don't remember. I can't remember. Okay. I feel like it was definitely on tape because there were some cuss words. Okay. So yeah, it definitely was not on TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I only asked because my I had a similar situation, but mine was just like uh, I know because I can remember it was like TBS Superstation. It was either a you know Friday or Saturday night. I was thumbing through. I was in my room. Mm-hmm. It came on. I'd never seen it before, and I know I didn't see it all the way through. But like you, I like I'm pretty sure I saw at least three quarters of it. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I was glued to the TV, and I was, you know, fifth or sixth grade, so I was yeah. super young to be watching something like that. But thankfully, it was on TV, so I can remember I came out. Next day, I'd gotten up, and I was talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, have you ever seen The Breakfast Club? She's like, 
how do you know about that movie? I was like, I just watched it. I watched it last night. She's like, you're way too young to be watching. And I was like, but I mean, it was on TV or whatever. She And she kind of like backpedaled a little bit. So I don't know why. I just vividly remember her being mad That's that awesome. I, I saw it that young. But I, like you, like when I saw it, I was glued to the TV. I was like. Yeah, man. Like It's I, a teenage movie. I'm so yeah, cool. I yeah. thought I was hot stuff. And I've watched it several times since. But I'll keep, you know, Same. overall opinions until the end. But. Yeah, I feel like the reason, like as you get older too, like you understand, like you understand different facets of the film, and you like it for different reasons, and the reasons that you liked it for when you were little are like super lame now. And it's just yeah, it's kind of it's an interesting like evolution to this film. Did you? This isn't my random question, but did you when you watched it the first time, as compared to like when we watched it for this, like. I can remember when I was younger, I identified with one character in particular. Oh, for sure. And the older I got, the more I'm like, mm, I don't really identify with that anymore. I, I don't know. I, I think I still am locked in on one character. But I will say that there's a character that I really hated. But now that I'm old, I'm like, you know what? That guy's not so bad. Yep. That guy's not so bad. I've been there before. Yep. So I'm sure we'll, talk, I'm sure we'll get into that. We will. But before we do that, I did have one random question. And this one, I I have a feeling I know kind of since you you said you've been on record you're a rule follower. But mm-hmm. what was the worst time you ever got in trouble in school? Oh, in school? Yeah, like in high school specifically. Yeah, and it doesn't have to ha- it didn't have to have led to a detention. Just any time during that you know four year period when you were in high school. I had one detention in my entire in my entire life. Really? Let alone like high school. It was in high school. I got it for talking. Like, how lame is that? Oh, yeah. My math teacher gave it, gave me a detention for talking. I was like, that's, it's okay. Sound like somebody got a stick up their butt. Yeah, I was like, me. you must be having a bad day. You could literally give that <clears throat> detention to anyone, any point in this. Okay, so anyway, yeah. whatever. I served my time, but I didn't, I didn't really get in trouble that much, especially in high school. Yeah. In elementary school, I was a little more wild, but. I don't have any. I don't have any good, good knew, get in trouble stories. Man. I knew you were a good rule follower, though. I'm, so that's, I'm that's pretty. Okay. I'm pretty boring. So my dad worked for the sheriff's department in town. So I was constantly like, if I step out of line, he's going to hear about it, and I'm going to get the nightstick. I mean, he didn't beat me with a nightstick ever, but that was the, <laughs> in my head. But like big boss man. That's right. Um, there was one night, however, and there this was quite quite the evening. Um. My friends had gone out TPing their their classmates. So they were ahead, a year ahead of me. I was a junior. They were a senior. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, come on. Come out with us. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I stayed at their house, at the, the main house that we were staying at. I stayed there two times before. And they went out, and they were gone for hours. And they came back. They were just having a grand old time. I was like, nope, I'm playing Madden. I'm playing whatever game I'm playing. All right. The third time, they're like, you got to come with us, man. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, I'll come, but I'm not doing anything. For some reason, one of our friends was like really big into wanting to be a filmmaker. So he brought a, a recorder, of course. Uh, so he brought uh-oh. a camera. Um, you know one of the people that went on this trip, actually, pitched uh, pitched at our college. He was a year older than me. I think he's probably a freshman when you were a senior. Oh, yeah, yeah. DC. DC. Yep. So Brain supreme. And it comes back to him. because, And, I'll, and I'll, again, I'll get there. So we go out. And I'm just goofing it up. Like, they're, they're out, like, oh, we're going to go and do this one person's house, which turns out to be the family of my the my cousin married 
this girl, and that was their family. So we TP'd their house. <laughs> I threw. Welcome to the family. I threw two rolls of TP. Oh I was man! Like, I was like, this. That was as much of a rule breaker as I was ready to be. Could you? So then they're like, all right, well, we got to ding dong ditch somebody. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I'm not about that. I'm just, I'm not doing it. So I stayed back. I was like, I'm not, I'm not having this. So get it once, take off running. Everybody's, everybody's giggling. I'm still like, all right, let's head back. They're like, no, we're going to do it again. I was like, seriously, like we need to get back. (laughs) They do it again. Second time, the guy's ready for it. And Uh he's, the garage door is going up as he rings the doorbell. Still gets away. Whatever. They want to do it a third time. I was like, guys, this is not a good That's idea. That's terrible. This is so bad. And this is serious? like 2.30 in the morning. Oh, your friends are dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it gets worse. So DC is the one that decides he wants to go ring it because he didn't do it the other two times. He wants to be the oh, cool guy. No. He didn't even push the button. Doesn't even push the doorbell. Door opens. Guy grabs him. Oh. And he's screaming <laughs> one of our other friend's name at the top of his lung. He's like... And he's like, and we're all like, oh my God, you're, you're like, you're caught, but why are you selling us out? So we're freaking out because he, the guy brought him into the house. We're like, okay, he's going to call the cops. I was like, I'm panicking. I was like, my dad is going to find out about this, even though I wasn't doing anything really. Like I'm out with Guilty by association. I shouldn't be doing this. So we're freaking out. We're like walking around. We're trying to see if he went somewhere. Finally, after like, it felt like four hours, it was probably like 45 minutes. Like we walked back to the house. We're like, all right, well, like whatever. I mean, I guess we'll find out whenever the cops show up. And and DC's just sitting in the living room in the basement playing games. He's like, oh, there you guys are. We're like, dude, we have been looking for you. He's like, oh, he, the guy was super cool. He let me go. He was just mad because he had a job interview in the morning. We're like, dude, you could have called us or whatever. So we're, you know, we're all laughing and giggling. No big deal. Go to bed. Wake up the next morning. One of my friends hands me a phone, and they're just like, hey, someone's on the phone for you. And I was like, what? And I'm half asleep. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm. I heard you guys had some fun last night. I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it's uh, look out my front yard. Somebody better come out and clean this stuff up. I was like, I wasn't even there. I wasn't invited. They're like, I'm calling the house phone because I was still groggy. I didn't realize they'd handed me the house phone. I was like, uh, okay. He goes, and if it's not cleaned up by the time I get home, I'm calling the cops. What? What did you? What did you do? Like what? What was the mess? The toilet paper. It was the guy that we TP oh. their house. Like he. It was like the thing that we thought was the most innocuous of all of it. The guy called. So me. it was a different guy. So this. It was or, the guy. It was the dad of the girl that my cousin. Okay, married. right. But not the. This, <clears throat> this was not the house you were. Nope. That guy was like. Okay. No big deal. That's funny. That's funny. I was gonna say, man, you lost me there for a second. I'm sorry. So that's funny. It was. It was quite the ordeal. I was like, I'm never hanging out with you guys again. Yeah, you're dead to me. So. We used to steal uh, like little Dutch, you know, like little kissing Dutch dolls, like lawn ornaments. Mm-hmm. I will fess up to that. We used to steal those a lot, and we would like put them in people's yards, and then we used to put them in our teacher's yard. <laughs> it was fun. Good times. It was, you know, fairly harmless. Yeah. As much as stealing can be. Right. There you go. But yeah, I didn't know I was sitting in a room with a criminal. That's right. Oh, I've I've evaded the cops. I've yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, that's right. You told your story as about. It tr- as it turns out, apparently. Pull me a U-turn. <laughs> I'm uh, <clears throat> about two steps away from uh, getting dancing banned in our local town because I'm such a psycho. I expected a little more from a varsity letterman. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. All right. <clears throat> now hey, that I've... I just got to remind you something. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> that's right. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't. What a song, man. Uh, man. I totally forgot this. They like kicked off the movie. I thought oh, it was yeah. just at the end. No, it's both. 
Great move. And end. Great move. How many times did you watch this before you realized that that picture that they show is Carl the janitor? Yeah. How about that? I didn't notice it until I was watching it in college, maybe. Speaking of Carl the janitor, let's just get this out in the open. Mm-hmm. He was not that that actor. John Hughes had worked with him previously on Sixteen Candles. That's right. He's the brother or the future brother-in-law. He was not supposed to be Carl the janitor. Do you know who was supposed to be Carl the janitor? Yeah. Oh, gosh dang it. This would have made the movie so much more interesting to me, but apparently they could just, I don't know if it was, I think it was, they said creative differences or something. I can't remember who it was. Rick Moranis. That's right. That would have been nuts, man. Can you imagine Moranis and Principal Vernon, like, crack open a beard? I would have very much enjoyed that. Yeah, that would have been great, man. I think Carl the janitor, he was fine. He was okay. Yeah. Well, hey, fun fact for you here. Not that it matters, and I know you 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 know probably tired of hearing this, but Carl the janitor was a bad guy in an episode of Chuck. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So there you go. Everyone's in Chuck. I know. Um, so yeah, we get the, the just kind of opening montage. Don't you forget about me? Everybody's showing up to the when school. Oh my name, Shermer High. That's right, Shermer, Illinois. March twenty fourth, nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. Shermer High School, Shermer, Illinois. That's right. Love it. You want to blow your you want to blow your ride. His dad is in The Dark Knight, I believe. Or the, oh, is he really? Yeah, he's in oh, the is Christopher that Nolan. Marconi or whatever? Or is he like a gangster? Uh, he's, well, I think he's a cop, but he's, I think he's one of the crooked oh, cops. Cop. Okay. Yeah, we've got an interesting assortment of parents here. Yeah. Andrew's, so you're talking about Emilio's dad. Right. Didn't seem real supportive. Nope. Hey, I was, I was a kid. I was goofing off. I'm like, that's terrible parenting. You, you got caught. Yeah, it's terrible parenting. Uh, Michael Anthony Hall or Brian. Yes. He gets dropped off by his mom. And you know who, do you know who's playing his mom? Or who, what, who this mom is that's playing his mom? Yeah, but I uh, can't. Fun fact, it's his real mom. That's right. Yeah. And I knew one of them had their real mom dropping them it's off. It's so funny. That, that's like, oh yeah. And I'm assuming that's his sister too, that yeah, she's busting real, chops too. That's his real mom, his real sister, that's great. Molly Ringwall gets dropped off by her hoity-toity father. Yeah. That, mm. Yeah, I got, nothing, I got nothing positive to say about him either. Yeah, and then... Allison Ali Sheedy gets thrown out of her car by her family. No word spoken. And they just like pee, like yep. They almost run over Bender. Hot then, Rod. And then peel peel out. That's right, Hot Rod. Your boy Hot Rod. Twenty five year old high school student. Yeah. Judd Nelson. That's right. I've always this has always bothered me a little bit because I I've, I've seen those behind the scenes things. They're like, oh yeah, he showed up wearing those clothes and he was trying to be a rebel and all this stuff. I was like. I get it, and I li- the outfit is, I think, perfect for what they're going for. Mm-hmm. He's way too clean-shaven, has way too nice of teeth, and his hair yeah. is way too well taken care he of. He seems like a poser, for sure. To be what he says he is. That's, I'm just saying. I'm going to get that out of the way. I'm with Emilio this whole movie. I think he's full of, full of it, the entire <clears throat> I movie. I think so, too. Also, the most real parent was definitely Brian's mom. Yeah. Michael Anthony Hall's mom. Absolutely. That's like That would be like my mom. She, the, all, she's like, she would not, she'd be like, you're going to go in there and serve your time and... We're not like, supposed to do anything. Well, you figure out a way yeah, to do it. Like, exactly. I've I know for a fact I have not like you. I, I never I didn't get a detention, but I know there were times when if I was in trouble, it was like, well, you better figure out a way to go be productive. Oh, yeah. It was my fault and no one else's. Yep. Which I think is a little old fashioned these days. It's a lost art. It really is, man. Like it's crazy. I, yeah. It's crazy. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. The, the, the cash household. The excuse, firm. We're firm believers in the that. Excuses you hear. Like, people make for their children. It's yeah. just... I mean, not everyone, obviously. I feel like the majority, especially at our school, I feel like the majority people are, you know, got their heads on straight. But yeah. there's a few you'll be like, I, I can't I can't believe I'm hearing this. I, it's it's <laughs> nauseating almost. That's yeah, crazy. 
And then they all end up showing up and get sat down, and uh, Bender yeah. kicks Brian out of a seat. <clears throat> yes. That's my seat. Sweet media center, too. Or library. Yeah, this library. You call it. This is super cool. Yeah, because this was a gym before they redid it into a library, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> you are correct, sir. Okay. Interesting. Building building gyms into uh, different sets. I like it, though. Kind of like Home Alone. That's true. That's a good point. Did it again a few years later. I'd be more apt to get in trouble if I got to hang out in this library, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This library is awesome. I totally agree. Principal Vernon shows up, Paul Gleason. Love this guy. Great character. Great character and tough punishment of writing a thousand word essay. This guy's not messing around. Before, you know, computers really, or mass produced computers, you don't have a typewriter. You're handwriting out a thousand words. Right. And you obviously have to count each one of those words. That's great. But I also have a comment on that a little bit later on. Yeah, it's, like I said, I've never, I didn't do like a Saturday detention. I was just like, or actually, mine was like during lunch. It was super weak, but. I mean, you gotta have them do something. Yeah, you, gotta, you can't just have them in there messing around. It always blows my mind too when I watch it now. They start at seven. Oh, is that what time it is? And the, yeah, and then they don't end until like four o'clock. Oh boy! And they get a half hour for lunch on a Saturday. Yeah. Like, what's Principal Vernon doing? Is he a principal or a teacher? I'm assuming he's principal. He talks about teaching, but I guess he's that's probably just, he did that before. Yeah, being I, mean, I think probably, yeah. he's either principal or assistant principal. Yeah, it seems like the natural progression. So, yeah, and I mean, it could make sense while he's, like, all the times when you see him walking around the school, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'd be doing that, because this is 1985, you don't have a chance to, you know, get on your phone and yeah, no kidding. watch YouTube or pull up a movie on your phone, it's just... If I'm him, though, I'm like, I wouldn't want to be here either, like... No, just, which like, is also why I feel like he's pretty grouchy. Yeah, and then he's, like, just, he, I mean, maybe he's just trying to look tough, but he's, like, setting up all those future detentions. With yeah, like, yeah. He's like, dude, you're crazy. Yeah, because Barry Manilow raids his wardrobe. <laughs> Barry, good to, good to get a Barry Manilow. That's right. Shout out. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Another great quote. Absolutely. I, so my, All my kids say that. I mean, at some point, I feel like most everybody says it. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's a good one. There's I'm, a bunch of good quotes in this movie. I throw it out, too, at work. you know. But again, I work with a bunch of Stiffly Stifferson's who don't appreciate <laughs> good movie quotes when they hit some. Stiffly Stifferson. Stiffly Stifferson. I'm using that one. <clears throat> So then, this has always bothered me, too, because, like, you I, you know, we're getting to see all these kids, and then Alice and Ali Sheedy starts gnawing at her fingernails, mm-hmm. and the noise mm-hmm. that they use for her... She is biting them. That's like biting your fingertips off, the way it sounds. Like, good lord, yeah. that's awful. So we should set it up, too. So all these... So we have these five students mm-hmm. are coming in for a Saturday detention. they got to come in early, hence the Breakfast Club moniker. Uh, but we have five very different students. Very different. So we have, so Allison, mm-hmm. Ali Sheedy is the, this like the basket case. The basket case. That's right. That's her. She's she's a little different. Mm-hmm. You have Molly Ringwald, who is she? The princess. Yeah, the prom queen. The prom princess, queen. Yeah. yeah, there we go. You have Judd Nelson. We've talked about. He's the deadbeat, or I don't mm-hmm. know what his moniker is, but the bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew is Emilio Estevez. He's the athlete. Or Jock. Mm-hmm. And then Brian, Michael Anthony Hall, is the nerd. The brain. The brain. That's funny. His name's Brian. Brain, Brian. Brian. Brian, Brian. Harold Hellman. But yeah, so we have quite, a, we have quite the uh, difference in uh, activities, likes, all kinds of int- oh, yeah. home life. So yeah, this, is, uh, this, was a, this was just a great idea in general. This was just 
in one room. Yeah. I mean, pretty much one room. It's kind of like a Seinfeld. Like, you just you don't even really need a script, man. You get these people in a room, good things will happen. Yeah. I, was, I if you make this movie, that's what I'd be like too. Like, okay, here's the situation. Like, here's what we're trying to get through. Like, you guys throw your dialogue out there. We'll see what right. we'll see what's best and we'll see what see sticks. what sticks. Yeah. I wonder how many like arguments they had, and like I wonder how much of it was scripted. They feel the arguments feel real. Like, yeah. It's good. It's just good. Good. Uh, I do. Good writing. I know Judd Nelson like legitimately irritated. I'm pretty sure irritated Molly Ringwald. Like, yeah, I've heard that too. He was like a jerk on, but he was because he's method. Yeah. And so he would be picking on her, but she was 16. Yeah, her, that's true. her and her and Michael Anthony Hall are both 16 year olds making yeah, this. Legitimately, kids. And yeah. Judd Nelson's 25. Yeah. So can you imagine a 25 year old just like picking on a 16 year old? Like, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a pretty crappy experience, probably, for Molly Ringwald. And he immediately starts in, like, pushing everybody's buttons. He's like, well, what do you got to pee? You know, you got to go, you yeah. got to go. <laughs> Clark's like, you pull that thing out, I'm going to break it off. <laughs> that's right, yeah. That's great. Good. Yeah, Amido's got great lines, too. Hey, did you notice this time? Because uh, I did not. There are two people in this building that are Sox fans. I saw Carla Janners wearing a Sox shirt. Who else is... Vernon's got a hat, a White Sox hat in his office. Oh, does he? Okay. I, this is the first time I ever noticed it. I did not see that. Which, to me, I think that adds to the reason why you're such a grouchy bear. I mean, you go. who wants to be a White Sox fan? At the time, they've, yeah, they had nothing to show for it. I mean... I, I love that like old school 80s Sox logo, too. Oh, yeah. Not really old school, but you know what I mean? Like that 80s retro Sox logo. It's so funny. I joke with people because people assume like, oh, you're Cardinal fans, so you gotta hate everything. Chicago is like, I, I like nothing. The White Sox, they're just kind of there for me. Yeah, they're not really like, I mean, yeah, they're just, I actually, I kind of like them just because they're something different. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like, I remember somebody, I was talking, one of my friends was a White Sox fan. I always joke, I was like, oh, there's actually some of you out in the wild, you know, because yeah. you always see Cub fans because they're the ones that Cub are. Cub fans are everywhere, yeah. They're out and about. But Sox fans, I just, I don't know. They never really bothered me one way or the other. I'm like, I can I can respect it. However, it's... if you live up north, according to my, my wife and her family, there's a very distinct difference, but. Oh. Cub fans are like Claire. Sox fans are Bender. Let's put it that way. Oh, I that, see. That's their, I that's see. their opinion. Some profiling. But then again, according to the people How rude. North, we get milk dr- delivered to the house by horse and carriage. Yes, yes. So, which well, is true. I would say, I would say, Sox fans are like Brian. Mm-hmm. And Cub fans are like Andrew. That's fair. They can't think for themselves. That's fair. That's a good one. Oh, got him. <laughs> Just kidding. And then there's the basket case Cardinal fans in the back. Yes. <clears throat> um, anyway. Fans basket cases too, I guess, probably. That's, yeah. It's neither here nor there. Yeah, so Bender, again, continues to push everybody, but everybody's buttons about the extracurricular activities, their clubs and things like yeah. that. Hey, what, what high school clubs were you in? Uh, none. None? None. Nothing? I was not a club guy. But really? I worked. I Played, so, You were on the baseball team. Yeah, I mean, I, I football ba- team. baseball, football, basketball. Um, there you go. I did. I mean, I did a couple of plays. Oh, good, nice. My senior year, and this is really not great. If you know my name, I'm pretty sure that they're on YouTube still. We, me, and another kid who's in broadcasting, we did um, like early internet broadcasting of the basketball games my senior year, and we did a couple of commercials to promote it. Passes it to the man. Yep. And boom goes it down. Anyway. A lot of That's lot of cool. references of shaking the pillars of heaven. Oh, in, nice. In those, um, I love it. But other than that, no, I wasn't. I wasn't much. I, I woke. I had, I had to work with the tech director. Like he specifically asked me to come in at like six o'clock okay. every morning and help out with like just 
random computer stuff that I could help with, and it was just something that he did with kids nice. that that were trustworthy. I think he said so. That's cool. There That's you awesome. go. What'd you do? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you give I me just, a hard time. I know. <laughs> I I was same as you. I played football. I played basketball. I played baseball. I I think I was on the student. I wasn't on the student council. Like I wasn't like a. I didn't have a job, but I my girlfriend at the time was on it. I think or something. Yeah. And so I like would attend those meetings, but I I I brought nothing to the table <laughs> for student council. See, I I just did sports. I mean, Bender's got a point here too. He's like, because Brian keeps like talking about the physics club and Latin mm-hmm. club stuff like that. He's like, would you hang out with the physics or Latin club, Claire? And she's like, well, no, those are academic clubs. And yeah. so, so he's rightly calling out like, hey, the according to him, it's the same, but according to you, it's not the same at all. Right on. Starts getting to that uh, hierarchy discussion that I think is pretty ev- evident throughout the entire movie. No kidding. But this movie's so real too. Like it, like it's. Like this stuff would hold up today, man. You like you, you know. Oh yeah. You you hope that you teach your kids well enough to you know be nice to everyone, and but even like deep down, your kids are gonna like who they're you know they're gonna have their yep. closer friends, and you just hope they don't like. You hope they're just not like mean to other kids, right. but like sometimes, man, feelings get hurt, and it's just like that's so real, you know. It like, is. I can be as nice as I want. But when it comes down to it, I'm still going to hang out with my friends and instead of other people. So it's like, man, it's, that's tough. There's a part at the end, too, that like they talk about that specifically that always kind of yeah. hit me. I was like, I know. man, that, that is so real, though. Like, that is a legit point. There's a couple of times this movie that I've like grown up thinking about just because of this movie. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about like the next day? like Or like when I see you on Monday? Yep. Dude, that... That, like, man, that resonates with me. I remember being in high school, like, thinking about that, like, oh, yeah. in certain situations. It's like, man, this is like Breakfast Club. It's also, like, not that I was always the greatest, but I always try to tell myself, like, if I ever was nice to somebody or somebody was nice to me, even if we weren't friends, I'm, like, I'm going to make sure that yeah, I'm not right. going to big league you yeah, like absolutely. some people would. Absolutely. Because I think we all know people that would do that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, it's, it's high school. Like, it is. Like, we're also immature, like... Oh yeah. Things things we think matter don't, and yeah, it's just funny to like look back. But I also always appreciate Bender giving Clark a hard time, you know, about you wear tights. You know, I get a lobotomy and wear tights, and That's Brian's great. like, you wear "So tights? what? What do you wear? We wear the appropriate form to tights." tights. <laughs> Which then, of course, also made me think, "Would you like some lotion before we do this?" No, oh, thanks. Yeah, no, like... thanks. I'm good. <laughs> really? Ladies, man. I just I would really appreciate it. I think we'd enjoy Draco Roman style. <laughs> Wrestle it to the ground. <laughs> Feel its hot, warm breath on your neck. <laughs> so then Bender says, all right, well, we're not going to have any fun until we take the screw out of this door to get this door closed. That's right. Because Principal Vernon says, if I hear any ruckus gotta, or if I hear anything. Yeah, keep that door open. That's right. So Bender takes the screw out as, as Vernon's out, you know, <clears throat> doing his thing. And then, of course, Vernon comes back and he's not happy. I'm going to be honest with you. These kids, these kids were good accomplices. Like they gave him crap for doing it. They yep. told him not to. But when Vernon came in, they all no one, no one, no one stitched. So good, hey, no good sti- for them. No stitches were given. I one hundred percent would have immediately sold out Bender. <laughs> it's him. This, he yeah. did it. Yep. This guy's got it. <laughs> He's got a screw. He picked it out of his pocket. <laughs> I one hundred percent. I'm. I. I know that's me. I. I know that about myself. Yeah. I. I would. But you're a straight shooter, though. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if it was like my friend. I absolutely would have, you know. Oh, yeah. If you don't know somebody. Yeah, just some turd. Like, yeah. This yeah, guy, and this guy's clearly bad news. Like, yeah, this guy did it. 
No, I'm right there with you. Yeah, get him out of here. It's not a perfect world, sir. Screws fall out all the time. It is. Um, he's got some good. He's got some good lines about it. Hey, Andrew, why don't you come help me move this? He can't get up. If he gets up, we'll all get up. It'll be anarchy. <laughs> and you, I know you'd like to throw this one around. Like that wouldn't be wise at this juncture, sir. Blocking a fire exit. Yeah. What are you, What are you doing with this? Yeah. I love how he yeah immediately turns on Andrew. I expected a little bit more from a varsity letterman. I texted you that tonight. You sure did. I, I was running the, late, so it was my fault. I use that quote all the time. I, a good buddy of mine, actually, I think he used to say that all the time, and it's like kind of rubbed off into my my uh, vernacular. I understand. I do have I have a question for you though. This this next scene about you know Bender being a tough guy. Yeah. Eat these. my shorts. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Your mother was a hoe. Not another teen movie. Um, yeah, not another teen movie. So did, did you ever actually count how many detentions he gives him? I just I trust Brian. Is Brian not truthful? Brian. So Brian is correct. Oh, okay. So I, but I did this time because I was like, okay, we're doing the show. Like, if, if I'm going to count, I need to count now. So Brian's correct. He says seven at 07, including the one that he got about Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah, earlier in the day. Watch it, bud. Yeah. But Vernon says it's eight. So Vernon unilaterally giving another week here. The just the like just the the he's throwing up the horns, yeah. you know, he's like, I got you for the next two months. Like <laughs> that's that right. is so like menacing. Like that's your natural born life. That's right. That's like gosh. And I only counted whenever Vernon said, You got another like you got it. Like whenever he says you there's want another, another one? one. Yeah, that's just man. Like the smart aleck and Bender just keeps on going, but you oh, just yeah. want to be like, dude, stop. Like, but he's see, he well, he has to be a tough guy in front of the other kids. Right, too. and that's like, the same thing with Principal Vernon. Yep. He's got to show his authority. He doesn't want to be there. I nope. mean, we don't think he wants to be there, but now he's locked into this thing too. Yep. It's crazy. I just, that scene and not another teen movie where they make fun of this. I'm yeah, like, and it's, stop. And it's actually Principal Vernon too. It makes me laugh. Yeah, it's a great. I need to go back and watch that. It's a pretty solid, like, spoof it's, movie. It's Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Evans is in it. Yeah. He's the, She's got a hunchback. No, I throw hunchback. You throw a backpack over. It's no big deal. Oh, not Janie Briggs. She's got a ponytail. That's, oh man, that's right. So, anyway, I had to add it up this Janie's time. Janie's got a gun. That's She's right. got a gun. She's tickered up. So, we get the first of many good montages here too. A little bit of instrumental as they're all trying to fight off sleep. Mm-hmm. So wake up. How many of you people have to go to the laboratory? Um. They come back and then Bender's ripping pages out of the books in the library, which I did not. I that kills me every time I see that. I, I wrote. I knew you wouldn't care for that. Nope. I man, Bender, he's in my doghouse right now. And then Clark tries to. He's not even really subtle about inviting Claire to this party. Yeah, like in front of everybody. Being very rude. Yeah, it's very disrespectful. Like, yeah. hey, you want to come to the party? And she's like, I can't. Blah blah. And go back and forth. And uh, basically, we start getting a little bit about their home, her home life. Like, her parents just want to use her to get back at one another, too. And then, yeah. Bender, you know, which one do you like better? Which, it's rough, man. It's like some of the real conversations here for a Saturday detention. Dude, no these kidding, people man. that do not know each other. Right. I will, okay. This has always bothered me, too. And maybe it's just because I'm not quite old enough. But the line, Neo Maxi Zoon Dweeby. Yeah. Very iconic. I, I remember seeing it, hearing it a lot in 80s montage. What does it even mean? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, he ad-libbed that. That was not part of the script. He was just like on a roll and just I mean, said it. I get the gist of where he's going with it, but I'm like, maybe it's just because I'm a little bit younger. I don't... It's the ultimate put-down, I guess. I don't I, know. I try so hard to be up on things that are even beyond my years, but I was you'll just... Have to, you'll have to talk to Hot Rod about that one. That's 
He made it up, apparently. That's, that's fair enough. What's with and what's the deal with like? What's the deal? An eighty like if you're a high school student in the eighties, you have to like hate your parents. Yeah. That was it, so interesting. Like it's a thing. Because I've I've never had issues with my parents no. like, ever. Like I know people do. Oh yeah. But it's so interesting that I mean Brian clearly doesn't either. But like all the other four do, and then Brian's like, oh yeah, I hate my parents too. Like yeah. Is it man? Like I don't know. It seems like that. That doesn't seem like it was actually a thing. But I don't know. No. Maybe it was a. It's. I think it's just something. It's like when you're a kid, because there's always those disagreements. So there's always times when you're like they're being ridiculous and overbearing and stuff. And then you get older and you're like, no, they were probably just trying to keep me yeah. going down the right path. But maybe at the time you're like, you blow it up out of proportion. But yeah, these parents, at least the 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 portrait that's painted for all of them, basically. Right. I agree. It's like, I that has not been my experience at all. Yeah, I mean they did have some. Yeah, some of these parents weren't weren't great, but yeah. Just weird. And then Bender, of course, continues to push it and starts pressuring Claire's, you know, is she a virgin and everything else? Mm-hmm. And he's really mm-hmm. laying it on thick before Clark's like, nope, I've had enough of that, and wrestles him to the ground, which this interaction of him taking Bender down and he's, and Bender's like, I don't want to hurt you, man. Like, yeah, that's right. I don't know how many I don't times... I want to get sued. I've heard those, like, exact oh, words. Yeah, a hundred. That's yeah. A lot of a lot of fights went down that way. It's just people or that like non-fights. Tough guys that are like, oh, whatever. And then he pulls out a knife. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. But then I think like, okay, obviously like no one can have a knife now. And I'm thinking to myself like, '80s, how different it, it was. It's yeah. Like, everybody yeah, had a knife. Like walking with a pocket knife, no big deal. Well, shoot. We, later we find out Brian brought a freaking gun to school, and yep. all he got was a Saturday detention. Yep. Like, dude, you're like kicked out of school in a heartbeat. Like, oh, if, God. yeah, even if, if he was you, our age, even you know, if you like, joke about it, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like now, yeah, you bring a you, gun to school, you're yeah. done. There's a kid in my class brought a gun to school. He, we like never saw him again. Yeah, but yeah, I do like that Andrew's sticking up for Brian here too. Yep. So like, that's cool. Like, they definitely, he definitely seems. Well, it they make it seem like Brian's a lower class because he's like you know a nerd or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's cool. It's cool to see. Andrew's sticking up for him a little bit. Especially when we hear why he's in later. Oh, man. That kills if, me. I wonder if there's a little bit of guilt yeah, that goes with that it, too. Yeah, that could be, too. I mean, he's sticking up for the... I mean, there's he one... Is. There's one point, too, where he tells Bender to watch the language. Yes, I'm like, dude, true. you're like a... You're a high school kid. Who cares? Watch the language in front of the lady, pal. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, And then Carl, the janitor, comes in to clean out the library a little wait bit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. Before we get to Carl, we have to address this because we say this joke all the time. This is this is where it comes from. This is gonna be two hits, pal. Oh, that's me true. Hitting you, <laughs> and you hitting the floor instead of uh, Kid Rock's "Ba with a Ba" queued up in the background. That's a good point. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is the like <laughs> two is, hits. Yeah, this is where that comes from. Okay, that's a good point. I, yeah, because I don't think I don't remember it being in any other movies I, before. So this, I mean, that, this is my watch. This is where I got it. from. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely where I where I that's always a good point. know it from. I did almost. I was like, oh yeah, I need to. <laughs> this and workaholics. Oh yeah, no, I'm almost dead. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then, I'm sorry, Carl comes in after that. Dang, man, what up with all them books? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, yeah, Carl the janitor. What? They're busting Carl's, well, Bender's. Dude, what? I, my, like, I'm feeling bad for Brian immediately goes out the window when he's too cool to talk to Carl. I'm like, yeah. dude, come on, man. Yeah, he try, he's supposedly like a nice guy. He's like gives gives Carl the time of day, and then yeah, yeah they and start busting uh, his chops about it, and he's like, she shuts down. 
I would never have done that in school. I wouldn't. That's never. one. Th- even in high school, like I know for a fact, if I had anybody that I talked with, like that was in the staff, yeah. anything. I was. I was. This may shock you, but I was a teacher's pet. That was like one of my, mm. one of those awards you win at the superlatives or whatever. I was a teacher's pet. I know I'm going to lose a lot of street cred. No, you're good. But hey, I'll own it, man. I respect adults. I respect just people. And honestly, like there were times I'd rather like talk to like adults than like yeah, other high school 100%, kids. Like yeah. I was, I was that kid. Like I would do like, man, I had one teacher who was so cool. Like he let me do an independent like study with him. It was like it was basically just like I watched like film, like uh, <clears throat> it was like history through film, independent mm-hmm. study. So we'd just be like talking about movies and stuff. Like, oh man, it was awesome. That's right. That's right. So the awesome. Stuff. I know. It's great. I had a couple. I'm not too far off. I mean, I definitely had a couple teachers that I was not. I didn't see eye to eye with, we'll put it that way. But oh, there was, yeah. There some... were some teachers I was on a first name basis with. Oh, yeah. There were some turds for sure. Like, yeah. we, like I would legitimate, I would call them by their first name because yeah. they would get upset if I said Mr. or Mrs. whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I would I would get invited to go play basketball with, like, the teachers and stuff. Like, you know, yeah. that, that type. Like I, yeah. I'm right there with you. They man. knew I was trustworthy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I have no sympathy for when Brian does that. But for some reason, Carl's like, hey, by the way, that clock's 20 minutes fast. Yeah. I mean, that's good info for them. I don't know if he did that or if it was like he's just trying to help out or whatever, but he just like throws it out and then they'd never really mention it. Yeah, they never it. really come back to yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder if there's like, if they, it's a good, uh, yeah, it's weird that they don't do, do more with it. But Yeah. There's a, another scene that is like totally lost upon time. It's so dated. They're doing the bridge on the River Kwai whistle. Oh, yeah. It's like an old like 60s or 50s movie. I tried to watch that one time. It's so, it's too boring. Yeah, it's too boring i've never made it all the way through it's it's rough man but yeah it's interesting that it's in this movie bender leads the charge too that's right but it's right before they get sent out for lunch which like i said this was lunch is a half hour for how long this day is in a half hour lunch like god that is just brutal yeah you're just like asking these kids to act up but like make them do an essay and then yeah I have to say, too, the more I watch it, too, like, Vernon, yes, definitely is, like, he comes in, has to be, you know, Billy Badass a few times, but he also, like, there are multiple times when it's, like, the, the door doesn't open, and he's, like, all right, whatever, and he just doesn't fight it anymore, and there's yeah, right. clearly other times when it's, like, they're being loud. He has to just be, like, all right, whatever, I don't care anymore. So, I, we, I, let's talk about it now, because Vernon it. is the guy that I hated as a kid, mm-hmm. but now that I'm old, I'm, like, you know what? I do see, like, I'm, you know what, I'm, like, Vernon's not all that bad. He does some shady stuff yeah, throughout the one, film. Yeah, one thing in particular. There's a, couple, there's a couple things that are pretty shady. But at the same time, these kids are absolute turd. Like, being turds to him, and, like, I get it. You gotta come in a little forceful yeah. with, with, you know, Saturday detention. But, yeah, I mean, like, he took things a little bit too far. But I also, like, kids these days, man, it's, like, one of those situations. Yep. Like, it's so disrespectful. I know. No, like, I, I... I feel him a little bit. I've been there too, because then he asked that question, and we'll get there later. But he asked a question. I'm like, man, it, it, that's true. Like, what? What is? <laughs> is it me? Is it them? Is it yeah. back and forth? When he's so, talking with Carl. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. But I, we'll dive into it philosophically later. Hey, grab some wood there, bub. Grab some wood, bub. That's like, I remember that was in a video game back in the day. Oh, really? I forgot what, was it was a high heat or something. Yeah, like one of the announcers oh. would always be like, "Grab some wood, bub." Hey, by the way, before I forget. Beat Twisted Metal one today. Oh, nice! Had to Congratulations. Do it on, I had to do it on easy. Cause what character were you? Sweet Tooth. Oh. Okay. In the first one, I was always Sweet Tooth. Nice. Just 
I don't know. I just saw like a like a like a image from the set of Twisted Metal. Oh, the show. And it's Anthony Mackie standing next to a guy in a, in a Sweet Tooth costume. Oh, man, I can't tell if it's like uh, from the show or if it's like fan like a. But it was I'm like, interested to see what happens. I am too. Anthony Mackie's like talking it up. He's like, people are gonna be surprised or something like that. That was his quote. I'm hoping so. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't imagine a world where it's a good show. I but, can't either. But, I want it to be. Yeah, I'm, I have a low bar. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, Vernon comes in. Um, they're gonna go get some lunch, and they're trying to you know pull some shyster stuff to get milk and drinks, or whatever. So mm-hmm. he sends Clark and Allison out to get drinks. That's right. And. I, to the to your point from earlier, like he stands up for Brian. He's trying to talk with Allison, even though everybody just kind of dismisses her, like yeah. she's crazy. She doesn't talk, so he tries to include her. I think deep down he's got a heart of gold. Yeah, for sure. Just the fact that he also feels terrible for what he's done. Yeah, shows he's you know a decent human being. So he he tries. She doesn't really talk, and then all of a sudden she starts talking about like drinking vodka and rum. Yeah, and then yeah. She's like a total out of left field like crazy person and then shuts yeah. down and it's like okay we don't really know what's true with her <laughs> but whatever and but he does start saying like well you know why are you in detention and she he goes into like half of the story about you know i got caught and it was roughhouse and she's like okay now why are you really here mm. and then he wouldn't go into mm. it any further so she's also reading the room she's she's sifting through the bs meter yeah and she's and stealing <laughs> from people as one of my favorite jane lynch quotes she's swatting away the flies that, that is, is your bs your bs i had cocaine for breakfast <laughs> i had cocaine for lunch guess what i had for dinner was it cocaine now when you say phd in quotes are you implying i'm not a or no is it which, your presence yeah, yeah. Your, your presence here dr bs and mr o <laughs> wait which one of us has the phd <laughs> hey, hey, look at that look at that oh, oh, oh. Great movie. That is a great movie. Role models. Okay. Brender. What are we at? Oh, yeah. So, Bender is giving Brian a hard time about being a virgin because those three are left alone in the library. And I'm not... It's, I slept with one person in Niagara Falls. Is there anybody else in this yeah. area? Any kind of, like, motions towards Claire? Oh, that's great. And I've... Again, I can remember people doing this, too. Like, trying to totally throw somebody under the oh, bus yeah. for, like, trying to joke did about it. Did you or did you not motion to Claire? <laughs> Along with the many women in the greater Niagara Falls area that he slept with, he's this, also currently... This is great, because this is like the old, like... It's like, oh, yeah, you know, my girl, she's from out of town. Like, oh, yeah. That's such a... Man, that's a real thing. It is. Kids trying to say they had girlfriend. Girl, my girlfriend in Canada. That's great. Happened kind of in another John Hughes movie with Great Outdoors a little bit. The oh, girlfriend out of town yes, thing. Yes, that's right. It's a little different, obviously, yep. but... Gosh, it's so great. And so crew gets their lunch out, and they start getting things out. And then Claire has sushi. Sushi for lunch. Wow. Which, I don't know why this reminded me, like, way back when we were talking about... It was one of the early episodes. You're like, yeah, I remember, like, what was, you know, in the early 90s, somebody eating sushi was so weird. And nowadays, it's like, people eat sushi and nobody bats an eyelash. Like, little kids eat sushi. It's crazy. But I'm also thinking, like, I agree, but then I'm like, okay, in 1985, somebody bringing sushi to a lunch, like... That's yeah, a little bit much. That's great. That's, you should be judged. And 100% Clark pulling out the meal that I absolutely would have had. Oh, Lord. When I was a at huge, like yeah. cookies, chips, chips, sandwiches. Big old sandwich. Bunch of drink, like bunch of sodas. I, like, yeah, I've absolutely. I did say they were all, had a lot of Cokes on the table. They did. A lot of Coca-Cola classics. 
I forgot about this. Can I go ahead and eat? I don't know. <laughs> Give it a try. <laughs> um, Allison has some weird concoction of like a pixie stick. Yeah, she's putting pixie stick on everything. Captain Crunch. Yeah. It's the crunchiest and, sandwich. And bread. Yeah. I've, Which, to be fair, like Captain Crunch dry on a piece of bread is probably going to sound similar to that. That's true. And man, you're going to cut the hell out of the roof of your mouth. Oh, like, man, it, for sure. You are not going to be eating things normally for some time. Your chick's crazy. What are we having? Uh, this milk? <laughs> no, it's uh, soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. <laughs> Here's my impression of Brian's house. Hey, Dad. This is the part where I was like, this would not happen. No. No, absolutely This scene would never happen. Can we go? F- I can't go fishing. I have homework. You can do it on the boat. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And then Bender gives his rundown of his family. I hate this scene. I do, too. I, just, I mean, like, I don't, like, we should care that Bender's probably been abused. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Clearly has a cigar put out on his forearm. Yeah, but I just do... I, man, I don't know why. I just don't like this. The whole Brian acting and this acting. like the. I don't like it. I don't like it for two reasons. The The scene itself is just like, it's too much. But yeah. then, like, thinking of it, like, if this is actually happening too, I like. I don't like it on either front. No, right. Exactly. No, Dad. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. You want to come over for some of your improvement? We can come over sometime for dinner and improve it? Um... Yeah, that's right. Emilio is like, like BS. Yeah. Like he like doesn't even. Yeah. Doesn't even like. Pretend and then Claire to like him. gets mad at him. Like yeah. every every point or piece of evidence from Bender's life. Yeah. Leads you to be like, yeah, this is garbage. Yeah, he's probably got a rough life. Yeah. I'm I'm confident <laughs> that it is rough, but like you're also he's a storyteller, so you're like, how much is true? How much isn't true? That cigar could be of his own doing. That's very true, or it could be something else. Could be a birthmark. Oh, there you go. There it is. And then Vernon spills all over his lunch, spills coffee, and starts wandering the halls, and then they leave to get Bender's weed. Weed, man. And we get another montage of them trying to avoid Vernon, and this is the song, the Wang Chung song that I mentioned previously. Oh, yeah. Fire I, in the Twilight. When I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, we talked about this a long time ago. Love love that song, though. <clears throat> they're sneaking the out, running around the halls. The way. I love it. It's like, they're, it's like a Scooby-Doo thing. Like They see Vernon, and they like, spin their wheels and run the other direction. Bender's trying to lead them back to the library. Like Clark's are like, no, we got to go this way, and they end up getting trapped as a result of it. Do you remember those like gates? Those like oh, high yeah. school gates, oh, yeah. closing off hallways. Yeah, that's that's a good memory. Something I didn't pick up on until I was a little bit later too. Like they're all caught and like, okay, things are getting pretty dire. But Bender kind of looks over at Claire. He's like, no, just me. He's clearly trying to impress her at this oh, point. Yeah. Like, he's, oh yeah, he's got the hots for Claire. Definitely. I want to be airborne rich. What the hell is he doing? It is. That is I mean, he he goes to the self sacrifice. He's going to take the heat. He does. But just he starts singing like a yep. random song. Oh the yeah, it was so crazy. Vernon chasing him around too, and then this is something again too. I I just thinking logistically like this is a big high school. It's a huge library. This gym very small for a high school that oh. size. That's because the main high school is being used for a media center. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, that is a small high school. What are you doing in here? Thinking about trying out for a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then Vernon takes Bender back. And I, <laughs> again, just like the subtle things, Bender walking back like he's got his hands yeah. over his head like he's getting arrested. <laughs> You'll be without John Bender's services for the rest of the day. 
And he gets very personal with these yeah, attacks this is now. Where, yeah, this is where he tough talks a man, where it's like, okay, he probably crosses the line here. Are you saying he punched his last ticket? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, he's like basically telling him he's going to beat the crap out of him. Yeah, and, that like, like... down the road. He's, he's ba- he says, he's you know, while they're all still in there, he's like, he's going to be arrested, he's a scumbag, stuff like that. And then, yeah, and when they, like, and he puts him into a closet. Yeah. A very small closet for probably another four hours. Harry Potter style. And yeah, I make thirty-one thousand dollars a oh, year. Yeah, you're not messing that up. I'm a swell guy. That's right. He, yeah, he's, he's talking like, take a swing at me, take like this is to me. This is where he steps over the line. I agree, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't condone any of this. But we also don't know. I like Bender must have just been awful to him for like years. I mean, it's pretty obvious they are they have a relationship. Yeah, it's, like Bender's just got to be the worst. Yeah, there's always that one kid that gets on your nerves. Oh yeah. And you gotta, I mean, I get it. There's times when you're like, I can't do it anymore, and you, you lose your cool. Scared straight. He's, yep. he's giving him a little tough love, man. Maybe that's what maybe that's what Bender needs. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> there should be a sequel where, like, Vernon, like, <laughs> 10 years down the road, Vernon just beats up Bender. It's like... <laughs> Five-minute movie. <laughs> oh, hey, Principal Vernon, sorry I was such a... Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, right, he tries to be, like, remorseful for what he's done to him. Just beats the hell out of him. There you go. I told you, Bender... So, Bender, we immediately get back to the more lighthearted part. So, Bender's climbing through the drop ceiling and then ends up falling oh, yeah. into the library. Tell him a joke. What the hell was that? <laughs> what was that ruckus? What ruckus, sir? Could you describe the ruckus, sir? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what? What is that? What are you doing? <laughs> Always cracks me up. And again, the same thing from earlier. Like, the door, he takes the screw out of the door. They cover for him. He falls through the roof. Yeah. Which you would think that Vernon would probably see that part of the drop would, ceiling yeah. is like a little bit of uh, looking around, hanging. Probably, yeah. Why is there drywall everywhere? Uh, I don't. I love it too when he's like, uh, "No, my drugs would be in uh, Brian's. Oh yeah, Brian's <laughs> underwear because they were." So then Vernon leaves, and of course, you know, he's whatever. And then Bender takes his weed back from Brian, and then eventually, everybody pretty much follows suit. Claire and. Brian go with him, and, like, they sit next to him, but they kind of start, you know, going back and forth. This part, with Brian's little, like, <laughs> whatever, he, when he's acting high. Dude, he's talking like he talks in weird science. It's when true. He's, when he's doing his drunk voice That's in a good weird point. science. I was, that's, it's always I been like. he says something about girls smoking or something. I forgot. It's, what it's it just a little ridiculous for me. Yeah, it's so dumb. However, what's not ridiculous is Emilio. Yeah, Emilio punch dancing out his aggression and Dude, then screaming like, the glass. Out of yeah, the he's white like door. he's like hot boxing in there. And then he comes out and does a Kevin Bacon dance. That's right. He's just punching and kicking. Yeah, and, and then him screaming out. Yeah, screaming the like the door, the glass and the door goes out. That's ridiculous. It is, but I love it. It should have been like a dream sequence. Cause it's true. I don't like it. I don't like that. You don't like it. Yeah. And then Vernon gets caught looking through the confidential files on some oh, of these kids. Busted. Carl catches him. Carl, this is going to be embarrassing for other people if they get involved. What 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 can I do to make this go away? Give me fifty bucks. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Um, and then Brian and Clark are going, you know, back and forth and kind of chit chatting. And Allison's there, and Allison just starts spewing out some of these issues that she has. Like she dumps her purse or bag out and. Like, why do you have all this stuff? And then she shuts down, and they start going back and forth. And then, same thing, Bender and Claire are going back and forth about their personal belongings and who's who he dates and who he doesn't date and all this other stuff. So we're just, we're getting a little bit more of the meat and potatoes of the backstory, I guess. Right, they're all ignored by their parents, and yeah, 
setting setting the scene for all the stuff that's to come um yeah and clark even calls allison out she's like you know you dumped this out like you don't throw this stuff out if you don't want to talk about it it's true and vernon and carl again talking about okay kids are worse than ever but carl's like kids haven't changed vernon you have i know man that's a question that i ask myself from time to time i'm not in a school setting i disagree with carl i do too I totally disagree with Carl. I, I don't know if I totally disagree, but I do disagree. You definitely change as you get older and you have experiences. Like, So technically, he's not wrong. But the way he's saying it, I disagree with. Like, Come on. like He clearly is not the problem. Like, He's probably let those bad kids like get to him a little bit too much. Yeah. But at the same time, like I think there's a reason that he is acting the way he's acting. He's, like, Bender is not a good kid. No. Like, this is something, too. I've I talked with the... The Mist is about this, because if you don't know, she's a teacher. Um, uh-huh. And we've had these conversations. I'm like, you are responsible for the kids during the time that you have them at school. That's right. You cannot change the way they were brought up. You cannot change what they go home to. It's true. So uh, to your point about Vernon, it's like, okay, he lets them get to it a little bit too much, but how much can you actually do when you're just with I mean, yeah, you're with him for a chunk, and yeah. he's not even teaching them. So it's just That's right. It's tough, you know? can't let a kid walk all over you you can't do it yeah it's gonna disrupt the whole classroom but no put, no one's gonna learn but if you put your foot down too hard yeah. creates a tense environment it's true it's so also true you gotta find that balance so you just need to beat the kid up and get it over with that's right knock their knock their uh, d in the dirt d in the dirt that's, that's right. right man it's good great lines so crew the whole crew's sitting around now they're talking about everything they're having more discussions about sex and Allison's lying about sleeping with her shrink to get Claire to admit that she's a virgin. Like, this whole thing is just weird to me. Yeah, I don't love that part either. <laughs> and they're pissed, and then they're like, you're just pissed because Allison got you to admit something that you didn't <laughs> want to admit. Like, that's fair, too. I mean, certainly be angry. And then this is where we start getting into the real heavy stuff, I think. That's right. Larry Lester. Larry Lester getting his butt taped together. Oh, beat man. Up. That is so, that's brutal. And you know how hairy Larry is. You know how hairy Larry is. That's right. Just the fact, like, when he's breaking down the story, and he's yeah. talking about how, like, Larry had to go home and tell his dad that someone did that to him. Yep. Oof, that's, man, that it is, hits. that does hit. You're just like, gosh, can you imagine, like, knowing your son's getting picked on like that? And, like, I'm sure, not, maybe not to this extreme, but there's all kinds, of, you know, kids pick on each other oh, all the yeah. time. And it's just like, ah, oh, I hate that. I, yeah. But that's, like, extreme. Yeah, that's really rough. And especially, like, the way he paints those, he's like, I, you know, I did it for my old man. Cause yeah, what is that all this about? This is stuff that he said, you know, he would do, and I'm just picturing about being a winner, and I wish my knee would blow out so he doesn't think about me anymore. It's like, man. Because the sad thing is, is, you know there's parents out there that oh, put that gosh. kind of pressure on their oh, yeah. kids to be for sure top athlete and, you know, pay for, especially nowadays, like, whatever classes and schooling and stuff that you do, yeah. you can do. It's just, gets it gets heavy. And then Brian tells a story about failing in shot because he thought it would be easy. And Bender gets pissed at him. He's like, well, yeah, you're a genius because you can't make a lamp. Yeah, the elephant lamp won't light up. It's a good, I mean, it's a good segue, too, because it's like, hey, you, you think it's easy, but it's not easy. Like, everybody's skill set's different. So it's so true. good life lessons here. So true. And Claire then shows off her talent for putting lipstick on <laughs> while putting her lipstick or yeah, her, her yeah, her lipstick on the bra, which I'm like, I'm, that's just not a talent. Yeah, that's weird. And it's also weird that Bender starts getting pissy about this too, like immediately afterwards. 
Like, I never understood why he gets so yeah, angry after this. Yeah, why he's so disgusted by it. Yeah, it's weird. He's not even, like, there's no point, but I think there's just times when he's just, okay, I'm going to have to be pissy about this. He's just moody. And this, then, is, this is the part where we get to the Monday conversation, right? That's right, yeah. Because they are all they were all kind of bonding, and then they do this, and then Brian's like, what happens whenever we run into each other on Monday? And Claire's like, I I wouldn't talk to you. Yeah, he's like, we're not, or he's like are we going to be friends? She's like, yeah. she's like no. Like, we're, nope. We're going to go back to like the way things were or whatever. It's like, oh, man. And none of, I mean, Brian's really the only one that's like, yeah, I absolutely would talk to you guys. Because Allison's like, I don't really have any friends that yeah. would do this. Bender doesn't really say anything. And Clark says the same way. He's like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't talk about how his friends would handle it. And Claire's the only one, I think, at least out of the five of them that are being, her and Brian are the only two that are being totally honest about what would right. happen. It's like... I remember I was at this like overnight retreat one time in high school. It was like this called like this leadership lock-in or whatever. It was at the high school, and you like got handpicked to counsel. There weren't that many kids there, but like there was a lot of kids from my school. There were some kids from the Catholic school in my town, and there were a lot of like area like rural kids came. I think some or some. When this big lock-in, it was a super fun night because there like there were not that much supervision there. It was <laughs> crazy how this whole thing went down. There were, few, there were, like, teachers, you know, that were in the building and stuff. But, like, it was so... The whole thing felt like a breakfast club scene. Yeah. But I remember, like, hanging out with, like, kind of, like, different people. Because, like, not all not all my friends were there. It was such a weird subset of, like, mm-hmm. you know, only certain people got invited. And, like, it was just... I remember, like, kind of hanging out with kind of different people. Like, even, like, some older kids I never hung out with. And then I hung out with a lot of kids from, like, the, the Catholic school. Like, that I didn't... I kind of knew, but it's just like so weird. I remember thinking, like, I'm having a real breakfast club moment right here. Yeah. Like, I like when we go to school on Monday, are these like older kids gonna like? Are we gonna still gonna be cool? Like these like kids from the other school. Like, if I see them in public, are we are we gonna be cool? Like, <laughs> and to be honest with you, the older kids at my school like kind of pulled the Claire, but these kids from the Catholic school, like, I feel like they like invited me to come hang out like two days later. So nice. it's like interesting how like. How it all worked out, but it's like yeah, it was like my, I had my own breakfast club moment. It's may I we had a lock into. I went to one with my cousin. This is actually the the first night I ever heard three eleven. My Ooh. brother dropped us off, and I was nice. humming down in my head the entire night. But nice. It's same thing. It's like I hung out with some people that I kind of knew, kind of didn't know, and then the ones that I hung out with that I was like, oh, we kind of became friends. Like never. Never spoke to me again. Never acknowledged me. Some other kids did. It was just... I, I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah. oh, this is weird. How I know, this isn't that happens? weird? Like, you get in these situations and, like, the stars align and then, like, I don't know. It's just such an interesting environment. What have you done for me lately? Exactly. Some people, I tell you. Dude, I, like... I need to, like, write a story about this, like, lock a lock in It was just a freaking blast, man. I, it sounds like it. It was... I remember, like... I don't even, I, not that long ago, I was like texting people if they remember this thing because I was like, what did we, what was the purpose of this thing? Why were we even there? It was like some leadership lock in, but like, was I skipping all the stuff I was supposed to be like, <laughs> I remember at one point our old football coach, Bros, I know he was in the building and he had an old Sega in the back in his office. Oh. He like had an office like in the back of the high school. So I know at one point we broke away, me and another buddy and we snuck back to his office when we were playing Sega with oh, yeah. Bros. It's like, man, did I like sneak out all the stuff I was supposed <laughs> to do? So it was literally just all fun stuff. 
great, it was the a one, great, great the one, night. The one at the church was pretty self-explanatory. It was just like that. And then we had one at my middle school, which I same thing. I like I don't even remember what it was for, but we had like dodgeball tournaments and kickball oh, yeah. tournaments and dude and movies set up and that you just reminded me we had a volleyball tournament that night. Oh yeah, and I I was with all the Catholic kids. I was like the only I was like the one public school kid, and I I knew. I knew this one kid because I was kind of friends with his brother. He played on my baseball team, but like I wasn't super good friends with the with this kid. But like we became like great friends, and like I was on like basically a team with all hit, and they were older than me too. And we just like we ran the table, and like won like won the volleyball tournament. Nice. It was awesome, good time. Good for you. Good times. Did you bring a flare gun to school as a result of any of this, though? Yeah, what a, like, serious situation that turns into such a, like, laughable, like... They just shrug it off like it's no big deal. But, again, it's 85. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people bringing guns to school people, is like... People brought weapons all the time. Either that or they're like, that doesn't happen. Like the, like we talked about with the supermarket scene in Cobra, it's like, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, like, right. this won't happen. Right. But, yeah, Brian's like, I brought a gun to school. And then Allison's like, what kind of gun? Was it a revolver or a handgun? It's a flare gun. And then they all just start laughing at him. Yeah, that's... It's, man, I, I feel so bad for Brian, though, in this situation. I do, too. Because just like, just like the sports kid parents, you know, put a lot of pressure on them. Like, they're kids that have the same academic pressures, you know. They sure like, do. So I really do feel like, man, he is so distraught over failing shop class. I, I just feel... I, I feel for this kid, man. It's, it is a bummer. Yeah. Bummer for him. However, I think this next dance montage is probably the most famous part of this movie, I would yeah, say. I would, I would argue that because the dance moves and the <laughs> walking on the ledge and the dudes doing their like walk together and everything oh, yeah. else. So Great. it always it always puts a smile on my face. Yeah, I will it's a say. Good, this is probably the, the most memorable moment. And then Bender goes back to the closet and then Claire asks Brian to write the paper for them all because... She manipulates him. Absolutely, she does. Into writing the paper. Absolutely. I think that's what you mean to say. You're the smartest one. Dude, she 100% pulls a high school like manipulation tactic. Oh, yeah, whenever you had a big project and then you had the one smart person that people would be like, hey, can you do that blah, blah, blah? And Dude, like, oh, yeah. This part of the movie pisses me off so much that she does that to him. And then he just, he just does it, man. It pisses me off. Kills me. This part pisses me off, but then her taking Allison back to do the makeover part. Yeah. That pisses me off. It's a weird move, too. It's like, it's the 80s. So, like, and not that I'm, like, super PC or anything, but, like, are you saying Ali Sheedy's, like, not pretty enough? Like, that's exactly, I think that's exactly what it is. And I Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird statement. And I'm going to come in with a hot take here. I found her more attractive oh, with I, all of her yeah. other stuff, all of the goth stuff that she had. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah, I, th- I think she was... And far more interesting. Yes, exactly. There was something interesting about her. Now it's like... Yeah, then she, she looked like a like a little kid or something. Yeah. It was not, yeah, it was not good. Let's let's say a, a boof quality. Yeah, right. There was something about, there was something about her. There, she was, was, there was that, that intangible. Hey, not even close. Not I mean, even not close boof, to boof. But there's... But there, yeah, I, there's that's something. what I'm going to refer to now. If there's somebody that has there's that... Something. There's something. There's a boof quality. Yeah, I agree. There's like, just something there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Allison, none, of, none of them will measure up to boof, of course. Allison was definitely better pre-makeover. Yeah, I just... I, this whole thing, I was like, this is just dumb. Like, yeah. I, I know they threw it in because I th- I'm pretty sure if I remember right, like, I've seen behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, I don't know if it was a studio thing or John Hughes is like... This is what people will expect in this movie, That's so we true. have to do something. I mean, clearly Andrew was into her like previously. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Funny that, like, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird movie. Like I said, it's the '80s. 
And then Claire goes to the closet where Bender is, which I'm watching at this time. I was like, they don't ever like say he doesn't ever say like I'm in this closet to her. Yeah, so how does she, like, know, yeah, how does she, how does she know where to find him? I'm assuming an off-screen conversation, like yeah, Vernon stuck me in this closet in this room or whatever. But I was like, where? It's, maybe it's like a maybe that's like a place where like the worst kids go. Could be. It's like the chokey, the pit, <laughs> the pit. Uh, gives him a kiss, and then Clark and Allison they share their moment after the makeover, which again I was like, this just seems like. I wasn't going to actually go for it until you did the makeover, but whatever. Yeah, it's weird. And then the crew all end up going their separate ways after school. Clark and Allison are clearly about to become an item. I don't know, man. She rips that letter off his veter- her letterman jacket, so... That's, I have I have a question for you at the end of the film. Okay. End of the thing. So. We're almost there. And then Bender gets an earring from Claire. Yep. The and, diamond earring made a big deal about. They're going to end in a divorce if they stand up long enough. Yeah, there's no, there's no chance they're they're going to be an item. And then Vernon picks up the essay, and Brian's voice is, does it in a readover, which this irritates me. They had nine hours essentially, and it, it reads like this is the entire essay. There is no way that is a thousand words. Yes, not a chance. Not even a chance that that's a thousand words. Wasn't a thousand words, and one kid completed it. Yeah. So I feel like if I'm Vernon, I'm like, hey, guess what? Yeah. You're all coming back yeah. next, next Saturday. Saturday. All of them except for Brian Try again. are going are yeah. to be there. <laughs> but in true form, I think of one of the best freeze frame endings oh, man. of film history. I wrote that same note. Don't you? Dude, such an iconic moment. The Forget fist, about the fist in the air, freeze frame, boom. You will appreciate this. When I first started work at the company that we work at, uh, our trainer, I come to find out, our, one of our trainers is a huge fan of this movie. Oh, rightfully so. So I figured out a way, like at the end of a day, or I, you know, I was at lunch, I had I figured out a way to get the music going because I was doing some presentation, so I turned the music on and I walked out of the classroom and I paused at the door and gave the fist pump and she was in tears. She was <laughs> laughing so hard. She's like, that is amazing. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> hey, don't you forget about me. That's right. Dude, this like this is such a real moment, man. He just kissed a girl. Yep. Got out of a, he's out of out of detention. Kissed a girl. Got a real diamond earring. Yeah. Having a day. Fist pump. That's right. Freeze frame. Love so, it, dude. But you had a question for me. I do. I got a question for you. Okay, now that the film has ended, mm-hmm. all right, we've made these meaningful connections, and we have you know two potential couples. True. A new group of friends here. Mm-hmm. Monday rolls around. What are we? What's are these couples still a thing? What, what say you? My. And does Claire talk to Brian? No. I don't think Claire does. I don't. I agree. Uh, well, I take that back. I think she does on Monday. I don't think so. I think she acknowledges him on Monday. I think Tuesday she's back to not acknowledging him, and her and Bender are done within a week. Oh yeah, I think I'm not even sure they're. I'm not even sure she would acknowledge Bender. I think she still would. To piss her parents off. But it's like, yeah, right, 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 right. I feel like Claire did not change at all. Yeah, she wouldn't talk to him in high school, or in school, but maybe like on the phone, outside of school. Yep. I could see her doing that, but yeah, that relationship's not going to work. No. It's not going to work. Clark and Allison have a chance. I don't know, man. Because he was starting to have feelings before she did the makeover. Yeah. And let's be honest, like, she had the makeover from Claire. Claire's not going to associate with Allison anymore. So the makeover is going to go by the wayside, and it's going to get back to what you know, yeah. nuts and bolts of the relationship. I, I give that like, more of a chance. Yeah, I feel like they definitely have a better chance. I feel like, I mean, Andrew seems like Clark seems like a somewhat decent guy. Yep. I think he would be open to it, but I feel like he's going to get peer pressured. 
And I feel like Allison will end up getting cold feet and like kind of go back to her like, I don't know if she's low confidence, but just kind of back to her like basket case persona. I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't feel like it's going to stick. I I give Clark more credit because I think he's, he's the one that changes the most. Yeah. From getting a detention and the story he tells. He seems truly the most like sorry for what he has done. And I also, I think he had learned a lesson and like, I'm not going to do this anymore and I'm not going to let my friends pressure me. Right. And he, he is the one that mentions like, or at at one point he does mention and Allison does too, like he doesn't think for himself. Yeah. So he can recognize his shortcomings. Right. So that's what I said. I give them at least a puncher's chance. They got, okay. I will concede that. They have, they got a shot. They got a shot. Bender and Claire, absolutely not. Yeah, Bender's that's, still... That's a moment of passion that's going to go by the way. So. Bender's doing time in like oh, yeah. five years. Yeah, and the living's easy. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, man. All right, what are your thoughts on the film? Unless you'd had other questions. For I have no other questions for okay. you. The film is just a classic. I think it stands, stands the test of time. I mean, it's so funny because these kids, went, this was like an 80s, mid-80s high school movie. I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I went through high school in the you know, 90s, and it's still relatable, though. Like, I know some of, the, some of the groups will change, and some of the aspects will change, but you still have these, like, factions and cliques and kind of, like, stereotypes of students that I think will forever exist. And they do a great job of putting these kids in different backgrounds. And I don't know, man, it's just, like, such a... Such a like fun, but also like emotional, and like I don't know, man. I just this movie is just such a classic, and I feel like it just it holds up well, and I I love it. No, I I'm right there with you. I it's one that I don't I don't watch a ton because it's a little bit heavier in some spots, and sometimes like the older I get, and the more I get away from it, the more I'm like, this is a little bit too dramatic. Yeah, for you got you got to be in the right mood. For but sure. if I'm in the right mood, like I watch this probably a month and a half ago. Oh wow. And I was just like, I was in the mood to watch it. We watched it. And then I told the missus that this is what we were doing this week when we finished last week. And I was like, I'm just as much looking forward to watching it again. Nice. I, there's always some like subtle stuff that you yeah, pick up on. You miss, yeah. Um, but no, it's it, it 80s. I mean, 80s stuff, the montages, the dance stuff, the music, the obviously some of, some of the vernacular and everything else that throws out there but i'm yeah, the f bombs yes i'm always both f bombs yeah um hughes always has the f bombs in his does. movies man he does it's crazy but yeah i know i'm right there with you it's like it's fun it's a little dramatic but it's also super relatable and it yeah it sta- would, stands the test of time i'd be interested to like get like a take from like a current high school student like now like i just have a feeling they wouldn't like it yeah probably not but Oh, man, it's like, I don't know, man. I'd, I don't want Brooks to be that old, but I'm interested when he's in high school. Like, we'll let him watch it and see what he thinks. I would think, to, like, the groups. I mean, you still have the athletes, obviously. I'm sure you – I don't feel like you run into as much of, like, the Brian-type character that would be chastised, but I could see Brian be more like the gamer-type kid. And I, just, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of Brians. Like, there's – There, there are, but I don't, I don't think nerds are judged as harshly as they were in yeah. the 80s. So, Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of, like, cool to be a nerd now. Yeah. A little more cooler. I mean, we're kind of nerds about movies, Oh, I was so. a huge nerd. But, like – so, okay, so which, which student were you? Who were you? I mean, probably Clark. Yeah. Being honest, like – I was not as 
I was not reckless like Bender. I was not. I oh, definitely wow. was not a. a I, it wasn't a bad student, but I just didn't care about schoolwork. So I did what I had to do to get my A's and B's. And right. so I definitely wasn't a Brian. I wasn't a prom king type, and I wasn't a basket case. I mean, so by default, I'm I'm a Andrew. Yeah, I feel like I would say I was the same boat, but I feel like a little bit different. But by the time the '90s rolled around, I feel like there was this like prep or like preppies you know like that was that oh, yeah. was, i feel like that became a thing and like that man hearing that was just like i was like i do not want to be associated with that mm, term like no i feel like it was more just kind of thrown out to like more of the popular group yep and i was like you can call me an athlete you can call me a jock do not call me like a prep or whatever you can call me father you can call me that's, jacob you can call me jake that's right i was just like that was like no thank you so i tried to like i tried to not like I try to swim between the lanes a little bit, you know. Like I try to, I try to be friends with a lot of people, but yeah, it's like, but yeah, it's still there. Like, there's still, you still have those like labels. Oh yeah, it's important. Like to to your point too. Like we've done movie shows, we've done music, we've done TV, we've done video games. Like I'm like you. Like I'd like to swim. Oh yeah. Between the lanes, I'm, I'm probably more athlete leaning, but definitely have that itch of nerd stuff, but. Oh, yeah. There's always going to be that one part of you that, like, predominantly, like, that's where you identify. But I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I think it's good to be able to say, you've, you've got, you've crossed all the lanes. You've been able to swim in all the oceans and know, like, okay, absolutely, I can dip my toe in the water and have a conversation if I have to, right? Because it's not a bad thing to be open to new experiences. Amen, and not be a jerk. You know what? Let's just end it there. <laughs> well said. Be, be a good person, damn it. <clears throat> be good humans. That's right. All right, so should we do MVPs? You go for it. Okay. Since there's not a lot to choose from. My, is there, is anyone off the board or everyone eligible? I've, I mean, since there's only, I mean, more this, than this, but I feel like technically seven people in the main part of the movie. I don't know if I'm going to surprise you or not, but my MVP is going to be Paul Gleason, mm. Vern, Principal Vernon. Great call. This guy... He's not. I don't feel like he's one of the main actors. Obviously, not one of the main kid groups. Right. This guy sets like he is so pivotal to moving the story along and to getting some of these like emotional responses. Like, I feel like we don't have like he provides some of the tension that like I really love. Yeah. I can like you know like I said I hated him when I was little, but like now he's honestly the most interesting character to me. Yep. Now that I'm older and like he has to deal with these kids, like I don't know, man. Like Gleason just did a great job just being this jerk principal or whatever it's like i loved it yeah no i've i i would have picked him as well um i did have a backup ready because i was wait you were gonna pick vernon too absolutely okay but interesting got a backup for you i couldn't tell if i was gonna throw you off or not no no not at all um i'm gonna go with my my pick which would be my second runner-up i'm gonna give it to emilio yeah very very deserving emilio um now, if you had asked me this when I watched this movie the first time when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have picked Bender all day. Oh, really? I like I don't know why I was just like it was to me it was like cool to be the rebel mm. and spit in the face of authority because mm. I keep in mind too like I'm watching this probably not far off of the time like Stone Cold Steve Austin was popular. That's fair. The I a fight authority figure. I was like this guy's really cool, and then the more the older I get, the more I'm like. This guy's probably bad news. Like, you're going to want to steer clear of him. I've always respected his quotes. Yes. But he's always been my least favorite character. He has definitely... It's the rule follower in me. I... And the book reader. So so he's your LVP, you would say? Easily. My okay. least favorite. 
But he I'm, does have good quotes. Like he's essential to those fights with with uh, Vernon. I'm going to tell you my LVP easily, hands down. Watching it the more, I, more and more, Claire. Oh really? She doesn't change. <sighs> she. She would be a miserable person, and she's going to break Bender's heart. Yeah, because Bender is getting attached. She's probably my like. She's probably my runner-up LVP. So you're right. When when those two are together, I don't like. I don't like their stuff together. She doesn't change. Like all, all the stuff that she does, and all hey, the, the reasons she's, she's honest. There, hey, she's honest. I, I mean, kinda. She's a she's a product of her environment. She's got two parents that don't <laughs> it's got care. Nothing to do with environment. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Emilio's cool. Honestly, like, Allison's probably the most interesting character of all of them. I agree. Like, you almost... They give you enough, but, like, I almost would, like... I, I want to know about her home life. Like, I, yeah, no kidding. She, she gets it's dropped probably, off like, a, nice a totally car. normal home. Yeah, she just right? has different interests. Right. And she, Yeah, exactly. I've seen that before, too. But yeah. And I, Brian. I, I mean, love Brian. I, I do, too. Brian. And Brian's like that little brother that gets hurt really easily and yep. emotional I, like as a, as a youngest of three like sensitive. i can i could relate to that i was a little bit of a sensei i was a sensitive kid he's very sensitive now my edges are sharper than ever but that's right <laughs> all right oh let's do movie rankings rank you can go first again I'll let all right i'm locked in i'm gonna make sure this thing keeps recording it's a good point <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All right, I'm locked in here. I'm gonna go. Let's see where did I put it at. Oh, here we go. Film. So this is episode 87. 87. Uh, 6.9 on the Richter scale will be a perfect score mm-hmm. for those of you. That You're going attention. just below Mars Attacks. Yes. I'm going coming in at a, with a 5.6. Nice. Spot number 26. The Breakfast Club. Very nice. So just a one spot below Tremors mm. and a spot above Escape from New York. Very good. So top 30. Top 30. Our rankings are not that far off. First first third. You're in the top 30. Okay, so I'm giving... Where do, okay, I'm giving The Breakfast Club a 5.2. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to go at the top of my 5.2 list, though. So number 23 for me. Above Predator. Above Predator, below Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. So, yeah, you had it at 26, you said? 26. So I'm at 23. So we were pretty close. That's incredible. That's like the closest we've been in a long time. I know, yeah. 5.2. I mean, I know yours 5.6. Yep. So... But I know we have we both have like our cluster ranking numbers that. Yeah, that's wait, man, that's funny. We are very close. But yeah, man, I, I timeless just, classic. It is. It's just a good movie. Like if you're being honest with yourself, it's just a good movie, and you should like it. You really should. It's yeah, it's very well done. John Hughes always had success with like telling those stories about like high school age kids. Yeah. Which is weird because he was not a high school. He definitely kid, so. was not. Yeah, so I feel like he was like a Brian. In real life. Yeah, he, I think so, too. I think you're right. That's supposed to be him, probably. All right, what are we going to do next week? Next week, you tell me. Oh, that's right. I am telling you. You got, you got something that you had in mind. I got something special. It stars a guy we've already talked about today. That's true. Of the one and only, Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. I just noticed it's now streaming, and that is... Honey, I blew up the kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> that movie is... Little Shop of Horrors. Well, I'm looking forward to this. 
Yeah, I can't remember. You say you saw it? Or I've seen, seen I've pieces seen of clips, it? Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces on T. I've never sat down and watched it all the way through. I will warn you, it's a musical. Obviously, I'm okay. not a, I'm not opposed to musicals. All right, some people don't some people don't dig it, but they're I would say like they're eighty percent good songs. Water, Helen, water. Annalisa. <laughs> I am I'm good with a well done. Feed me. <laughs> I'm well. I'm, I'm good with a well done musical. It's, this is very well done. You get a great cast too. I'm gonna save it for next week, but mm-hmm. you get a great. You're gonna get to see a great cast, some great music. And Rick Moranis. I can't wait. Well, Rick, Rick Moranis, right there, that's enough to sell me. What more can you ask for? Canada's sweetheart. That's right. All right, man. Well, hey, appreciate it. And uh, as always, everybody, thanks for listening. God bless and God bless America. See ya. See ya. Come see ya about me. I'll be alone. Dancing, you know it, baby. Tell me your troubles. You want another one? Yes. You got it. Good. That's another one. You had enough yet? No. That's another one. So? You just say the word, I'll keep going. Go. Eeny, meeny, miny. Mo. Your mother was a... Ho. He was a famous clown. Bobo. Mitch, cut it out.